Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, friend. Uh, it's nice to be back. Did you have a good weekend? I went to a supermarket. Uh, not so unusual, perhaps. Uh, this was my first time since March. And, uh, God, it's different. God, it's good. No, no, no different. But, you know, fun to browse. You know, it's hard to browse with the online purchasing things. I don't really think that I was um, taking up deliveries. I wouldn't do that. Uh, we did the click and collect, which I, I feel is sort of okay um and uh what i miss though is browsing you know you don't get to browse and so it's fun i went down every aisle probably twice uh just because i could and i could look at all the things i didn't like and i didn't want like tins of sardines but uh you know extraordinary that new products have been launched in in the intervening time and you sort of think gosh uh there's a new brand, to me it's new, uh, called Look What We Found! Exclamation mark. And they do sort of sachets of food. And I'm always slightly mistrustful of food that's delivered in the same system as uh, an individual portion of pet food. Um, you know what I mean? Is there's sort of plastic wallets. of It's a, it's a wallet of slop. Uh, look What We Found! The thing is, like earlier uh, in the weekend, uh, I was in the park, uh, Spike was climbing a tree and I looked over and there was this big slobbering dog. It, it wasn't a pit bull, but it was something like that. And it had a, a tennis ball in its mouth and it was sort of trotting along, feeling very pleased with it. So, you know, those ones that are just like a torpedo of meat, like just all gristle and muscle just hurtling about. Anyway, it's trotting along with this ball. <laughs> Like that. Uh, and then drops the ball. This is quite near me. Uh, drops the ball. And I think, oh, wow, he's dropped. Oh, uh, just to vomit. Just to, and just kind of just blurts out this mess of vomit. Uh, picks up the ball again with its now vomity mouth. <laughs> Presumably to go back to its owner, who will now pick it up, that ball, and, and throw it for... Tinkerbell or whatever the hell that dog was called. And I looked down at this horrible, foamy, mucoid mass of stuff. And what I'm going to say is it did not look wholly dissimilar to look what we found, lamb hot pot. <coughs> Listen, you find something and it looks like lamb hot pot. Don't scoop it up into a plastic wallet and say, look what we found. Looks like lamb hot pot. It's probably not lamb hot pot. Look what we found. You don't find food. Nobody wants a found food of all the foods as well. And it's not like, wow, 
That's a fresh one. Look what we yeah we went um we went backpacking um in Nepal, and um we stayed with these monks, uh, and they do this incredible dish called lamb hot pot. It's not like what a disco- discoveries, sausage and mash, fresh. God, this is a flavor revolution. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you watch much American news? Uh, I, I do. I, I, I quite like watching the American news. It's sort of like a fun soap opera break from from real life over here. Um, I mainly watch CNN. Uh, I like I like all the CNN shows. I watched all the New Day. Uh, that's that's sort of the first one that comes from Atlanta, presumably because uh, properties cheaper. Than, I don't know, like uh, not New York, but it's like the early early breakfast show uh, with these poor guys who are like, "Hey, good morning," and you're like. Dude, you must have got up at like two o'clock. Right the way through, uh, sort of late at night, you end up watching uh, The Situation Room with Wolf Blitzer. Only the logo, it's got like The Situation Room on the left. And then on the right, it says With Wolf Blitzer. So it looks like it's called The With Situation Wolf Room Blitzer, which sounds like one of those vacuum cleaners that they sell uh, in the cheaper advertising slots around New Day. Um, but I love them all. I love Anderson Cooper, especially when he gets the giggles. It's not very often. Uh, I like Erin Burnett with her show Outfront. Outfront. They've all got to have a show. Like, all their shows have to have a name. So it's like uh, Outfront with Erin Burnett. And you kind of think, mm. sort of run out of the good ones, haven't you? Go there. Do that. Fingers on lips with Erin Burnett. The with situation wolf room blitzer. I'm Wolf Blitzer. I do a show, then somebody else does a show, then I do another show. I'm going to go get all my blood swapped out. Uh, Anyway, I love all of that, but most of all, I like Rachel Maddow. She's on MSNBC, and she's extraordinary. She, She sort of does these shows which are effectively monologues. She'll do... Uh, a monologue that lasts for half an hour and then she'll interview someone for 10 minutes and then she'll say goodnight. And I saw her interviewed, I think, on Stephen Colbert's show. And he said, you know, how do you do that? And she says, she said, uh, I get into the office, I write 6,000 words and then I read them out. And you think, God, doing that every day and it's good, man. I mean, she gets $7 million a year. And I don't begrudge a cent of it. Well, why would I? I'm not paying for a cent of it. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's really brilliant and it's really good journalism. I don't know if she was the one to break this story, but I I, I heard it on her. There's a podcast. If you want to hear her podcast, it might be the easiest way to find it. You can find CNN and MSNBC and stuff, but um, just have a go on her podcast. It's really great. Um, And this is where I heard about this story, but I, I know it's broken elsewhere. So there's a watchdog watchdog group in the States called Campaign for Accountability. Uh, and they filed a grievance, I think on Friday, uh, against a lawyer. So this lawyer is working on President Donald Trump's re-election campaign, is, is listed as, as a lawyer on, on the campaign. This is all uh, in Wisconsin that this is happening. But then... Uh, on Tuesday of last week, uh, this same lawyer, uh, this is an attorney called Lane Ruland, uh, went to the Wisconsin Elections Commission 
on Tuesday to deliver election paperwork for Donald Kanye West. What? The same attorney listed as being part of Trump's re-election campaign is also doing the work to get Kanye West elected. So the campaign for accountability have said, well, you can't you can't do that because you can't have both of them uh, obtaining the office of president. Therefore, you, you know, uh, there's a conflict of interest there. If, if, if this lawyer is working in the interest of one candidate, they can't work in the interests of the other one. Can they? It's like um, it's like when people uh, like uh, what's his name? The runs about a bit. Andy Peters, when he does a, a competition on GMB and he says, good luck. And you think, well, you can't say that to all of us because we can't all win. That lawyer's saying that to two thirds of the candidates. So why would they be doing that? Why on earth would someone working for Trump be interested in Kanye West running for president? Why on earth would you want to split the black vote like that? Amazing, isn't it? It'll be very interesting to see what happens. I mean, this is you. you we've talked about Trump's thing that he's going to try and discredit the next election so that um, if he loses, he can still hang on to power saying, oh, we need an investigation. And in the meantime, a steady pair of hands and all of that. Very interesting. It's going to be the weirdest, maddest election of all time. Absolutely cracker barrels. Americans, maybe we need to build like, oh no, because we're doing Brexit. I was thinking like a new Statue of Liberty. Give me your poor, tired, huddled masses. Anyway, <clears throat> that's more or less all I got uh, for now. I'm sort of getting up to speed on the week. Uh, but there's a nice email here from Hannah. I say that. There might be some other bits. Uh, there's a nice email from Hannah who says, uh, Morning, Jake. Hope all is well with you and yours and the appendages. Uh, not my word. Not my word, but it is my appendage. Uh, my stepmom runs our local Oxfam bookshop. Uh, and while I was helping her sort out some donations this weekend, as well as an abundance of copies of Lee Hardlywell's Cry Yourself Thin. Oh, yes. Yes, the uh, the uh, sub-national bestseller. <laughs> Lee Hardlywell's Cry Yourself Thin. We may have some more <clears throat> from Lee Hardlywell. Uh, we're, we're hoping he's going to... Um, he's, he's had an accident, but he's fine. He's the uh, fitness guru that uh, we were going to... Uh, that we had last week. Uh, a somewhat fragile individual. Uh, anyway, Hannah goes uh, goes on. We came across some other books published by Brazzle Books. Yes, Cry Yourself Thin, of course, is a Brazzle publication. Uh, found these. The classic self-help book for vegans, Who Moved My Tofu? <clears throat> That's funny. It's just that no one's ever going to move your tofu, are they? They should, though. Oh, my God. Just freeze it. Always freeze your tofu. You know, the stuff you buy from... Don't buy the stuff in, like, Tetra Packs that's, like, silken tofu that's on the shelf with all the kind of world foods ingredients. Don't buy that. Go to the refrigerated section and buy the cauldron tofu. It's in a little plastic tray. Uh, open it. Take out the tofu. Throw away the water. Uh, and then freeze the tofu. You just put it in a takeaway container. Take it out, then thaw it. You can do like two and a half minutes on each side in the microwave. That will do. Wring out the water. Then either marinate it or 
fry it in a reasonable amount of oil and it will go crispy and chewy and taste completely unlike that kind of flabby cardboard thing. Okay, trust me on this. It's really good with buffalo wing sauce. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <clears throat> other publications. The internationally renowned relationship books, Men Are From Bedford and Women From Milton Keynes. <laughs> oh, oh. And he's just not that into your Satan. Oh, he would be, though. Trust me. Uh, and also the well-respected guide, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Podcast Makers. I might need that book. After all that work, we had to revive ourselves with a cup of tea and a Jaffa cake. Take care and stay safe. Hannah, thanks very much. Uh, if you've got any charity bo charity bookshop titles, charity shop book titles, uh, do do share them with me. It's not today at swanburst.com. Uh, is that right? Yes, it is. And also at not today pod on Twitter. I was very momentarily on autopilot there because I was looking at this amazing article uh, saying... Uh, it's really hard to find love. Uh, no, I mean, lockdown's one thing, but um, how do you go dating when you believe in a flat earth? Uh, Julie sent me this. Thanks, Julie. Saying um, it's quite it's quite hard. It's quite hard to uh, find a partner. And they're talking about how hard it might be to have a partner who's a, a glober. Uh, I mean, come on. It's... Uh, they said uh, there's a great line about uh, uh, this person says uh, it's quite hard to uh, reconcile uh, your relationship with a flat earth belief. Uh, the paradigm shift is too great. Uh, this guy called Sergeant, who's a flat earther, says um, we're not talking about whether you're a Democrat or a Republican or vegan or not vegan. This is way, way bigger than that. Yes, it's it's globular. Um, I don't know. I just uh... <laughs> oh, you poor people! It's bad, man. People laugh at flat earthers, and I, I I sort of enjoyed going ho ho ho. Look at the funny flat earthers, and then I sort of realised, sort of complicit in a society that's failed these people. I saw a, an interesting seminar once where of scientists who were, who had this con convention this. Uh, little meeting to sort of talk about uh, a conference to say, how, what do we do about flat earthers? And, you know, some people were doing jokes and stuff and saying, oh, these people. And somebody finally said, as scientists, we need to look at, we've let these people down. If they believe in flat earth more than all the empirical evidence we've shown them, what are we doing wrong? How are we failing these people? And it's true. You can't, you know, there's something really bad. This is like criminal societal negligence if we're allowing these people to get into this place where they believe in 5G masks being mind control and there being no such thing as coronavirus and the masks being about social control and that there's a flat earth. We failed them. I don't know what we do about that. It's Monday. We don't have to worry about that right now. <laughs> oh, finally. Ah, I watched on Netflix... Uh, this show called Tiny Creatures. Oh man, don't don't watch that show. I put it like so. They had a montage, you know, the little trailer kind of going Tiny Creatures in their lives, blah blah blah, and it was like cute little 
rodenty mouselets running about and stuff. And, you know, there was a shot of a duckling. I saw the duckling. I was like, I'm in. Started watching it. And it's, Jesus. I mean, all nature programs, I understand, are basically snuff movies. And I understand that people really get off on that, but... It's just like a dramatized narrative. So, I mean, which is, you know, that's a that's a standard old thing of like uh, David Attenborough saying, you know, the Ibex escapes to live another day or whatever, you know, but um, and the carnivores never get a look in, do they? Uh, but th- this one, like, it's insane. They've got this thing. It's called a kangaroo rat, I think. It's very cute. It's like a little mouse, but with sort of very long, right-angled legs at the back. Adorable little thing with whiskers. And you're like, why hasn't Pixar picked up on these? But then they've got it sort of trotting about in the desert. And suddenly there's a flipping rattlesnake. And the, the the mother leaps in front of the rattlesnake to save her baby's life. And you're like, what? And there's literally like a shot of this kangaroo rat baby boy who, like watching and like you can almost see the reflection in its eyes it's like this slow move in it's horrendous and they were like we absolutely this is absolutely a constructed narrative they said uh, we wanted to combine the aesthetics of planet earth with the storytelling of pixar and it's like it's just a snuff movie for god's sake uh apparently apparently they used some uh digital editing to make it look like the snake was in the same container as the kangaroo rats but i'm not down with it we watched about five minutes and i sort of looked at spike's shoulders in front of me i was like no we're gonna watch nailed it now go and watch nailed it uh, that's it from the podcast for today uh, thanks very much indeed for being here appreciate it uh, stay cool out there and uh we'll be back with more stuff tomorrow i'm gonna to try and get some good guests for this week uh take care of yourselves bye-bye this has been a Swanburst media production hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.